0: On Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slims.
1: Serving Central
0: Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville.
1: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. And it is time for Nolan Richardson. So, Nolan, welcome to the show and Merry Christmas to you.
2: It's another year. Just about a fun of the Christmas time, <laughs> and every time we reach
1: one, it's a blessing. exactly right. Exactly right. Why well, we've got and uh, people, if you want to call Nolan, it looks like the phone lines are working again. Nolan, we hope your line will hold on. We've had some issues with it, but five zero one six six one one zero three seven. If you'd like to talk to Nolan, so I've got a couple of uh, Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback questions right off the bat. It says, uh, please ask Coach Nolan Richardson to speak on players who are on-the-court leaders. Who are who are some of your best on-the-court leaders? You
2: know, we, we try to, to help everyone become a leader of some type. It, it is what, and some things that they do, um, there are some kids that are born and just natural leadership type. And then you got those that are very quiet but lead in a quiet way. Uh, you know, you'd be surprised how many leaders you have and not necessarily vocal leaders. I think we sometimes, I think in, in terms of vocal leaders, are the ones that everybody, you know, pay attention to. There's guys like Lee Mayberry. When he said something, he didn't say very much, but when he did say something, they all listened. Uh, you know, uh, Oliver Miller was like that. Uh, Todd Day. Uh, you know, in their own rights and on their own ways, I don't i get away from you don't have a leader on the floor all all five that are sitting on that bench all five that's playing in some form or fashion has some leadership and hopefully we can you know that's what i always talked about when i said uh you know there's a lot of us of gifted with, with talent uh just that that's a gift and my job is not to say that i i talk you how to taught you how to think that's why we, we say that basketball is a game of decisions but life's a game of decisions if you make the right choices so uh, i i have to say that every young man just about that i had had some quality of leadership in it
1: wow every one of them okay all right i've been asked well we got a, a caller and we want to make sure these callers uh get on here because uh again we've had Not with the color line, so hopefully this will work well. Uh, So we've got Donna is uh, giving us a call. Let me see if I can pop her up. She's in Little Rock. Donna, good evening. You're on the air with Coach Richardson.
3: Oh, awesome. Uh, So, Coach Richardson, I wanted to know uh, if you were picking the starting five for the Razorbacks, who do you think should be the starting five?
4: (laughs) In
2: order in order for me to give you a clear picture donna about who would be a starting five i'd have to be in practice and quite a few times uh, just, <laughs> just you know uh, just looking at them in a in a game once in a while doesn't qualify me to say hey this would be my starting five of course i might start that five one day and the next day i got me a new starting five you know so it takes time and, and patience to see I'm not into these to the guys that they say are starters. You know, I I never forget one. I'm saying I'd like to start. I said, let me tell you something. The most important part of the game is you want to play. You don't care about starting. You want to play because I can start you in every game. After 30 seconds, I can pull you out. And but I started you. But you, if you went in and you were a player and you played. You might play three minutes. You say, so, well, I can't take you out. So now you got six minutes. So in and, and reality, you were telling me how much time you want to play by how hard you play
1: for us. Does that make sense?
3: Yes. Okay. Do you have a favorite player
1: on no. team? On, on this team? You know,
4: I, I
2: had some players I didn't like. <laughs> I had some players oh. that I love. I, I okay. didn't like their way. Maybe of uh, some way, or they, I didn't like them when they didn't go to class. I didn't like them when I had to run them. When you have to do something and it's a punishment, of course uh, everything is basic has been based on corporal punishment. And uh, you know, we, I know I, I I I do it for the for the best interest of the young man to grow and develop. Because I I told his parents that if you send me your boy, I'll send you back a man, and, and I believe in that.
1: So coach, yeah. I think I think she was asking you if you've watched this team enough to is there a player on this team that you really like? What say one particular player for he yeah.
4: does? Oh, that. Well,
2: it, it, the one that I have get to notice the most, he's been probably there the most, Jack Beal. Beal. Uh I I love the the way he doesn't take off plays. You, you know, he, he guards you in regards, he tries to score it. He uses it. whatever quickness that he has, he uses it every single time. So when you, when you evaluate a young man of, of, of how hard he plays, he plays awfully, awfully hard. It reminds me of some of the guys that I did come to.
3: Gotcha. Awesome. Well, I sure appreciate it. Thank you, guys.
1: All right, Donna. You're welcome, Thank you Donna. very much for calling. Okay. All right. Well, Miss Linda's calling us. Hi, Miss Linda. Thank you for calling. You're on with Coach. Good
3: evening, guys. Thank you. First of all, I want to wish all the guys at the Buzz and Coach Richardson and your families a most joyous and blessed holiday season.
1: Well, same to you,
3: Linda. You're welcome. My question for Coach is you are so successful at every level of coaching and won national championships at those levels. Which one of those would you say was your most rewarding or or your best? You know,
2: I can answer it this way. When we won the junior college national championship, I felt greater than great could ever feel because we had won a national championship. Not only had we won it, we went undefeated 37-0. So nobody touched us even. So that got to be the greatest feeling you can have. And that was your first year as a junior college coach. And then when it goes to Tulsa two years later, and they, they say that I could take the four junior college players I brought with me to Tulsa, that if we won seven games playing that style of game that we played, if I won seven games, I should be national coach of the year. This is a big, prominent Division One coach. Well, we won 26 that year and won the NIT. So that that proves that what some people say about who you are and what you're doing, it it, it, it that. And later, so now I'm just happy because now we got 10,000 people at the airport, and Tulsa had never been nowhere, and never even I think they won one conference championship in 100 years. But there, there they were. There we were, the, the national oh. NIT champions. And at that time. There were 48 teams going to the NCAA. We were the 49th, so we were the first team into the NIT, and ended up winning it. So I was as proud as, as, a, as a coach could be. When we go on, and I thought that it can't, what can beat this? And the only other thing is the grandfather of them all, and that's the NCAA tournament. If we do it, and lo and behold, we did. And so it's the greatest feeling. But I can tell you that. Winning was the most wonderful thing. Losing I hate so much. So that I have nightmares on the final game of 95. Because had we won the 95 final game, we would have gone 12-0 and 0 in the NCAA tournament, and we would have wow. won national chances twice.
3: And then rascal old Bannon brothers, they were a force to reckon with. I remember that game. But thank you so much for answering my question, Coach. And I hope you know, I think everybody in this state loves you. And I, I wish you continued health, and I hope I hear you on the buzz every week forever. Have a good night, and Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you.
5: All right,
1: Linda, Merry Christmas to you. Merry course, Christmas.
2: Merry, Merry Christmas.
1: You know, Randy and I do this for a living, but I don't think we're going to do it forever. That's a nice wish, but forever's a long time, isn't it?
2: Well, that's that's what I like to do. You know, I want to get my driver's license today.
4: Yeah, did they, <laughs> they put forever you can
2: have it on for it? Years. They said you can have, you can have an eight-year pass. I said eight years. Like, you think I'm gonna be here? That long? <laughs>
4: that's right. Well, I tell you what, we don't
2: all know of us know what the good man has in store for us. All we know is that we got to go there one day.
1: That's right. Okay, well, while we're laughing, that's a good one because uh, a follow-up from uh, Jeff on our um, Gangster Museum of America Live fan feedback is, who was the funniest player you ever coached?
2: Oh, that's the best hand down I can name.
1: Truck. Arlen Bowers.
2: Arlen Byers. I have never, I mean, that guy kept us so loose. It was unbelievable. On the bus on our way to the game, I, I you know, I love violence and, and, and get within yourselves and fill and up all the butterflies that are inside and ready to explode when you get to the gym. Well, when Arden was on the team, that didn't happen like that. I mean, he was telling <laughs> jokes after jokes and fun after fun. And, I, you know, at first I, it bothered me. And after a while, I loosened up. I said, this old boy, he's got everybody feeling good. I could tell that it was a different team when Arden was gone. It's really? I could tell in practice if Arlen wasn't there, I could tell. You know, because it just seemed like he made everybody happy because he'd come up with some wow, crazy things. that just doesn't make sense only to Arlen.
1: <laughs> wow. Do you remember any of his jokes?
2: No. It, you know, it wasn't so much jokes. It, 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 one time, I, God rest. My man Larry. Larry was a freshman, I believe. And sometimes Larry got confused in what we do. And he said to Larry, he "Said Larry, if, if you had a bird's brain, you'd probably fly backwards." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell. You got, why you come up with that? <laughs> uh, you know, he he would come up with things that are kind of funny, and they, and, they, you know, and it you know it explains to to, to the person. That he he's not too smart to have a bird's brain and fly backwards. <laughs> he, he, he was really good at that kind of stuff.
1: Okay, so we know it's Arlen Bowers. That was a good line. Do you remember the funniest thing that happened to you when you were coaching the Razorbacks?
2: Yeah, the funniest thing is uh, one year I, I was so upset with Oliver this in class. So I got him up at five in the morning, and when I, usually the assistant coaches go, but when I go, I'm angry, so I had to go. And so I got him up there, and we were in, at the time I, we were we we're not at Bud, we we're at, at, at uh, Barnyard, and I and I went upstairs there and sat down, and I said, "All right, you just you run here until I tell you to stop." because you won't go to class, maybe you can run yourself enough that you are work by the time it's 8, 8, 15, you'll be wide awake to do whatever needs to be done. Well, he starts running, and he's running, and he's running, and he's running, and he's running, and, he's running and I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he's running, and he's rushing and he looks over at, you know, I don't know this, but one of the players told me he kept looking to see what I was doing, he said, Coach, you were knocked out. He was sleeping. So I we told him, I, I coach sleep. <laughs> so now he's tipping to Every time he came close to me, he just tip around, did, do all these funny faces and then take off running. Come back around. So the thing that, that was so I, I felt sorry is the fact that I fell asleep on the job. <laughs> and 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 he had he had to continue to run until I fully walked I was waiting. but he did it uh, i have to give him credit he he, he ran until I saw rays he did a class now and he didn't miss anymore
1: <laughs> well you'd love it
2: he, he felt that that's what I was going to do get him up take him out and then I go up there and lay down and go to sleep <laughs>
1: Well, you, you would love this. You'd love this story. I know you remember Wilson Matthews, and he was uh, Wilson Matthews.
4: Yeah, football coach.
1: Yes, and he was Coach Broyles' disciplinarian, and whenever anybody messed up, Coach Broyles turned the other way, and Wilson Matthews was the one that dealt with it. One day after football practice, he did kind of what you did. He told the guy to start running. And if Wilson Matthews ever told you to do anything, you did it. And he started running and they and everybody left. And about an hour later, Wilson realized he says, Gosh, what if this guy he didn't show up for dinner at the dorm? And so <laughs> they went back, he was still running.
4: <laughs> oh, should happen. Oh, Every now yeah. and then.
1: Every now and then that happens, and and, and those yeah, are some uh, some funny be things. As
2: long as long, as long as you're in the business, it, you stick around. It it haven't happened, happen, it will.
1: That's right, that's right. Okay, here's uh, some Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback from Eric, and uh, this is if anybody has more uh, live fan feedback, send it to me. This is the most recent one I have. It says two questions. Let me ask you one at a time here. Uh, did your team work on the full court baseball pass after ma- after made baskets like Oliver Miller did, or was Oliver the only one that did that for you?
2: No, no. We started. You know, we had a kid named Paul Pressy They called him the Rubber Band Man. Mm. He can step out of bounds and hit the dime. Uh You know, you know, any of our players as, as as anyone that knows Nolan as a coach will tell you that. We are back at you any time you score a jump shot. It didn't matter, and and you look for the home run. I would call it. You look for the home run first because usually those guys who made those shots and breakaway layups, they're celebrating the, for the TV camera. They're 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 showing how strong they are. And,
4: and you notice
2: that? I'm saying. Oh yeah. Those guys yeah. doing all that. You you go down there and throw a bomb on them, and they got a layup. They don't work their butts their tails off to get a jump shot in. And we get a layup. One pass, one
4: layup.
2: Huh. That's demoralizing. And I said so yes, we work on that. We 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 constantly wanted the ball to be moved through the air. Now I, I said, stay away from the bounce. The only guy that I thought that could bounce the ball as pretty fast was Kareem Reed. Now he could he could travel with a basketball faster than most. And so but you know, sometimes him catching the ball second put more pressure than him catching the ball first after the shot. You see, there there's times when you want your best player who can handle and get to the basket to be the second man with the ball handling it. Because we're we're practicing our our figure eight are our, our time. In other words, you gotta go down and back in six seven seconds. And that that means you gotta move the basketball and you gotta run.
1: Mm.
2: And if you can do that on a consistent basis Wear and tear is the name of the game.
1: How many times do you think? That's why I look at the little kids that are young.
2: I think one of the most important parts don't don't ever forget how to get strong and quicker. In other words, energy is so important, especially in the game of basketball. Yeah, your energy so that's how I would answer that
1: one. All right. You had some high-energy players, no doubt about that. I think as I'm reflecting on that question, too, I know he did it frequently, but how about that first game you played against Kentucky at Rupp Arena back in 1992? How many long passes do you think O threw in that game? It seemed like five, six, seven with dunks on the other end. At
2: at least. Now, Big O is the best big-man passer I have ever seen. The guy gets really fat. He can see. And not only that, I've seen Big O take a football and throw it 60 yards on a line. Not mm. no loop, but nothing. I mean, just on a line. It's unbelievable the strength, the hand, the coordination he had. You know, I'm I'm not sure Big O couldn't have been a tremendous pitcher uh, uh, with, with how powerful his arms were. And, and it's, you know, he could... He can pick it up like he's got a little peach ball and he just take it back and sling it right directly to the plate. The the hardest thing to cover is a direct pass. You know, we try to make us loop your pass, gives us a chance defensively to do things. With big O, you don't get no loop. <laughs> you, you better catch it. And if you, you know, and I remember they used to ask me, why you have a water ball? I said, because I can add water and they don't know it. And if I add water, the ball shakes. If you got to catch it, you got to catch it with your hand. And so, therefore, I never tell my guy, don't use your hands.
4: Use your hands
2: because you need them. Just teach us how to use
1: what's well, let's, let's talk about so, that. A water ball. Did you use a water ball in practice? Every day. Every day?
2: Every day. You know, that, that's why it was called 40 minutes of hell. You know, you, know, you, you had 40 minutes of getting up and down the floor. And it didn't only start here. That's who I am. Your body is so important. the conditioning is so important. All those things that I can get done, I'm going to get done. You might not dribble as well, but in time you will, because we're going to work on that. You know, there's three or four things a young man should work on. If I had to do all over again, I would give more time to shooting the basketball. I was very fortunate that all of my players basically could score and could shoot decently. There was a few that was a little bit better than others that I've coached down the line. Pat Bradley happened to be one of the better ones. Yeah. Could shoot the basketball.
1: He was. Okay, we're going to talk more with Coach Richardson. You're welcome to call us, 501-661-1037. And we'll be back with Nolan Richardson after this on Drive Time Sports.
6: Guadia Buick GMC is hosting their annual 12 Deals of Christmas sale. 12 incredible offers, good for the month of December. 2023 GMC Acadias, up to 8,000 off MSRP. 2023 Buick Encores, starting at 22,9. 2023 Terrains, starting at 25,9. The deals also include pre-owned vehicles, ranging from trucks to SUVs. And business owners, keep in mind: as soon as Christmas is over, tax season shows up and shows out. You're going to need that vehicle to write off, and you can't buy it after January 1st. This month, Wadier Beach GMC is offering Terrain starting at 25.9. Stock number 19213. New Sarahs up to 13,000 off, stock number 19300. New Acadias up to 8,000 off, stock number 19606. Encores starting at just 22999 stock number 19250. Why do you GMC as an official sponsor for the Salvation Army Angel Tree and an official Toys for Tots drop off? GMC, we are professional grade.
0: Cozy up to the ultimate comfort food. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious Mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal. Full
5: served with Texas toast and a medium drink. The Mac is back and oh so tasty. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Tune in every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway. Arkansas's only
2: Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway. Now open at 1075. Call
1: your drive. Duck season is here. $50 off any Beretta A400 Extreme Plus, 12 or 20 gauge shotgun. And a mail-in rebate for $150. Or get $50 off any Beretta A300 shotgun, 12 or 20 gauge. And a mail-in rebate
6: for $75. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in Central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you.
5: Hey, I don't care what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm gonna ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM, durable and affordable. You can thank me later. And oh yeah, the tractor is red.
7: great friend and great supporter of the buzz first security bank as arkansas's community bank first security helps people make life better for themselves and for other arkansans they focus on helping make our community stronger every dollar that stays in the community helps the community to things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives The financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas. And that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com and get ready to bank better at First Security. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Welcome back to drive time sports
0: live from the eat my catfish studios where it's much like any of the seven eat my catfish locations minus the always fresh delicious food options like the family packed catfish dinners you're safe at home with drive time sports on the
1: buzz radio network welcome back to drive time sports Welcome back to Time with Coach Nolan Richardson. It's
0: time for Rollin' with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson, brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville.
1: Slim Chickens, really, really good. Obviously, it's Central Arkansas Slim Chickens that brings you Nolan Richardson, and by the way, everything that they Contribute goes to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, does not go to Nolan personally. i got to tell you, just about every Sunday after church, we got a Slim Chickens near our church, and that's where we go. And we love it. You're going to love it, too. And uh, not only is Slim Chickens contributing to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, but you can, too. It's pretty easy to do. Uh, you can go to GiftYvonne, Gift Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E.com, GiftYvonne.com. And uh, you can contribute right there online. It's the easiest thing to do. It's it's Christmas time. There are people in need. The, the Richardson Foundation helps people in need. You can promise that Coach Richardson does not benefit by this at all. It's all. It is strictly to help people who are in need. He's been doing that for years and years and years and years and years. And, Coach, it's especially, uh, it's especially poignant when you want to help people. I know you want to do it 365 days a year, but at Christmas it becomes – really even, I don't want to say more important, but it's really important at this time of year, don't you think?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that is the day in, in most of our lives. And so uh, Christmas is, is is thankful, giving. That's important. Those who give, hopefully, and should receive. And hopefully we are doing the right thing all the uh, of helping those who are less fortunate. I've always always felt coming up as a youngster uh, knowing that it, it's a different feeling when you come up surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Got a couple more questions for you on our Gangster M- Museum of America live fan feedback. Uh, when it comes to 40 minutes of hell, I think of Daryl Hawkins as the epitome of that. What does Coach think?
2: Darrell Hawkins, everybody. Darrell was one the, of the hardest working kids I'd ever coached, to be honest with you. And Darrell worked extremely hard. You know, he tore his Achilles up. Usually, that's a, an ending career type deal. And in six months, he was ready to go me. You know, I, I just couldn't believe it because I, I broke my Achilles because two, three years before I could even walk decent. Wow, and this boy just worked so hard to get back, and he came back pretty, pretty much. Uh, no one outworked, you know. Uh, he had that uh, that attitude. No one can outwork me, and and that's basically where what I thought about him. He, he wasn't the athlete that some of the other guys were, but he was a competitor constantly. Uh, he's another one that didn't take any plays off, never took a playoff. So, those those are the kind of guys that I, 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 I think the world, you know, he could do a little of everything good. A lot of guys can do some things good and other things just not there. Hawkins was not like that. He could do a lot of things pretty good. And one of the greatest things he had. Was the fact that he he played so hard. He, he he went into the game like it was it meant something to him, and and that I you know I I noticed in, in Hogman he was just a freshman, didn't start it.
1: Am I wrong on this, or didn't he go into coaching? Is that what he did?
2: Yeah, the first the second matter of fact he he uh, coached at preview yeah, I went down and visited uh He 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 got the head coaching job there. And, and I don't I can't remember what year it was, but uh, he he did coaches. I would say either a year or two years at Creveview University, and uh, that's in a historical black college. Uh, he, he then he decided to move on to the high school. He's coaching high school for. Uh, quite a few years. And I'm not not sure if he's still coaching high school, but I still think he's in the coaching in the Houston area.
4: Yeah, very
1: good. Okay. All right, this question on the uh, Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback comes from Boudreaux. He said, um, "Oh, excuse me, this is from Mitch. Mitch said, when you recruited Alex Dillard, did you know he had the long-range uh, ability to shoot that he displayed when he played at Arkansas? You no,
2: know, Al is Alabama boy, and, and, and there was some words came through to Coach Anderson, Mike Anderson. He's an Alabama boy. He is quite a chip, you know. Uh, Mike played for me. And so he knows basically what kind of guard. They had told him there's a young man that never played in high school that can just shoot the lights out of it, and he's in a junior college. They don't know, but he's in Alabama. So Mike takes off to find him. And that night, he draws in. he's all there. I saw a guy shooting 30, 40 footers going. I mean, he's like, what? He says, Coach, he can flat shoot it. So – I, I I never saw him, I never get I never saw him play. I said, is, "Is he good enough to have to get him on a visit?" He said, yes, sir, we get him up there." And and I think he'll come on a visit. Nobody's really recruiting him. I said, "Well, let's get him up here," and we did. And uh, you know he, he's out there shooting around, and, but you can't tell anything. I can I don't tell him very much unless you're playing pickup or something, so I can see your movement. But I never will forget when he, when he was shooting them eighty footers.
1: I would be yelling,
2: "Well, why are you, why are you shooting it so far out there? Because
1: I'm open." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's gonna cover you out there, right? <laughs> yeah, you
2: know, I'm open. I'm open like that, and I don't get hit. <laughs> but he—he was—he was. He was hey, I don't—I don't know if anyone had the range of consistency. A lot of guys got range but a consistency hitting it, I have never seen it to this day. They could shoot it that deep on a consistent day.
1: Wow. Yeah. Amazing. In, in these days, you're, you're saying he didn't even play high school basketball? No. I do wow.
2: think he could make the team.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: I don't think he could even get the ball to the basket. In fact, he, could go on high. he must have weighed about 100 pounds. He was a little bitty guy.
1: Wow. But, well, in uh, the – in these days of four stars and five stars and you got to get all this do, do you think we'll ever at a, at a major school ever see a player like that again?
2: Oh yeah, there'll be another one. There'll be some maybe. Uh the thing has changed so much is that the big guys can shoot now. Used to big guy couldn't shoot a lick, but they never let him shoot. You know, if he was around the basket, yeah, you know, post up I used to feel sorry for a kid that came to camp that was six feet tall because he wasn't going to get any guard skills, basically, because when they played pickups or played games, the tallest guy is the center. That's why I hate numbers. You know, what are you? I'm a five man. You, who, a five? What the heck is a five man? Well, I played in the post. And uh, so you never leave there? (laughs) What happens if they bring you out on the floor? I can't choose. I can't shoot as well, and I don't guard as good out there. And well, of course you don't, because you don't play out there.
4: <laughs> and so that's
2: why I'm saying that, you know, some things, some things these kids do it looks good because of their size and they're more athletic than the, their opponents, and it makes them look like they got a tremendous future ahead of them. And yet they're really dealing with the guard's body now. These guys are 6'10", 6'11", 7'1", 7'2" fishing jump shots, and I mean 30-foot jump (laughs) shots. You know, the little man came back in the game with the three, and the big man who was a dunk artist kind of leveled off. Well, now the big guy is (laughs) dunking and shooting. I'll tell you one thing that I've enjoyed to watch. The high school has went to a clock. I could never dreamed that in my lifetime I'd see that where the high school would go to a clock. And the reason I favor the clock is because you got to do something else that belongs to the other team. And a lot of teams they just grind and grind and grind. You don't. Know, to me, I don't. I can't see a player. You can't see them developing as well. But you can see them developing that hey, you got 35 seconds, or 30 seconds between this line and this line to score. The game is simple. The one who scores the most is the winner. The guy who keeps the one from scoring the most is the winner. So let's see if we can do both of them. Let's stop them and let's make sure we get some of them. We'll be okay.
1: Very good. Okay. Let's see. This one, uh, this is on our uh, Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. This is from Boudreaux. It said uh, this probably been asked many times, but could we ask Coach if he stays in touch with most of his players, most of his former players? Lee, Todd, Oliver. If so, what are some of them doing?
2: Uh, well, Lee is the coach in Tulsa, uh, and so is his daughter. And daughter's playing, I think. And uh, he. Uh, then you got uh, Todd's a coach. Yep. Yeah. Over in Little Rock, uh, then you've got uh, Oliver. Oliver is not coaching. Somebody said he's he, – he, I don't know what it is that he, he did, it, but he, I don't think he's in a formal coaching capacity.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we've got a couple of callers for you, Coach, when we return. we got Coach Nolan Richardson for one more segment tonight. Tom and Barry if you'll hang on we'll let you visit with coach when we return on drive time sports
2: make the season extraordinary when you shop the spectacular holiday collection at sissy's log cabin From engagement rings to exclusive designer jewelry to loose diamonds, you'll find gifts everyone will love at the best prices. All while enjoying the Sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience at any of our six locations or online at sissyslogcabin.com. Embrace the magic of the season only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry.
5: It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatni Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUV's not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado, this month only. Plus, buy at Guatni Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together
1: let's drive. A new steel
5: chainsaw, blower, or weed eater makes
1: the perfect holiday gift. Henard Foothills Equipment has steel products in stock ready to go. Henard Foothills Equipment in Cersei, your hometown dealer no matter where you live.
5: 501-268-1987. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment is paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock.
0: Serious injuries happen every day. If
6: it happens to you, don't wait, dial eight. Dial eight for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or wherever is easiest for you. Dial 8, 888-8888 for Rainwater, Holton, Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. We've got you covered, Arkansas. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Rainwater, Holton, Sexton. 888-8888. Responsible Attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton.
5: Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 1037 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with southern.com.
7: Looking for a great place to work? How about going to doublebees.com and apply online? I mean, it is a great place to work. Each and every morning, start my day off right. I had the Double bees because I want the bean to cup coffee. And what that is, it is a selected roast that I can grind and then produce a hot and fresh cup of my Renoco coffee. I can also check out the Renoco cappuccino. And the great thing about Double B's, they've always got those monthly specials in a hurry. You can always pay at the pump with your Exxon or Philips 66 mobile apps at all stores. Be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card, and you'll get 10 cents off a gallon at the pump. It is at Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. It's time for Rolling with Nolan. On Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville.
1: Well, welcome back to Drive Time Sports. We do have Coach Nolan Richardson with us. and we got a couple people that would like to visit with him. So let's go straight to Tom in Little Rock. Hi, Tom. You're on the air with Coach Richardson.
8: Uh, thank you. Thank you, Rick. Uh, coach Richardson, it's an honor to talk to you. You're the best coach in the history of the University of Arkansas basketball, period. You know, in, in my opinion. But the, the game I remember the most that you coached in was we were playing Jackson State down Pine Bluff. And we were down 10 at halftime. And I heard that at halftime you went and told everybody that – they weren't hustling, but they'd be hustling next morning at the 6 a.m. practice and not bothered to go out early for a shoot-around to start the second half because uh, nobody could make anything anyway. And, um, and you and the coaches just left the room, and Todd Day told everybody else, well, we better go out and play, play like our lives meant it because I don't want to go through one of Coach Fishers in 6 a.m. practices, you know. So anyway, I remember that game because we we came out in the second half and Jackson State didn't score a point for the first 10 minutes of the second half, and we outscored them by 25 points in the second half and won by 15. Do you remember that game?
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. I was I was hoping that we didn't have to get uh, leave there and go straight to the to another gym and work out. <laughs> it, it, I was always telling them if you if you don't work in the game, we gotta work out sometime. So let's just go the next morning and five or six or something like that and then work let's work out so we so we can be prepared to play anybody, you know. So I didn't say it in those kind, nice words in that tone of voice. But uh <laughs> they got the message
4: and, and, Yeah. They, they, well, they
2: came out and did what they're they supposed to do
8: play
4: the game yeah. the
2: way the way we played it. Well, I remember Todd Day saying in a newspaper
8: article that one of your 6 a.m. practices almost killed him one time, according to him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had quite a few of those guys humming and grumbling. But uh, it's amazing <laughs> how, as you got yourself in better shape, we worked as as the season wound down, 45 minutes is way a lot of time to practice for me and, and our team. I get them 45, 50 minutes, and our practices were over because I expect for you to give down to the game, give it to me in the game. I don't I don't need it in practice. I don't need a whole bunch of drills to look good so I feel good. I want I want things to happen like they're supposed to happen in game conditioning. So that's that's how I try to practice our team and make them understand well, that t- take them practice enjoy- the game with
8: it. Yeah, I enjoy talking to you, Coach Richardson. You're you're a great man and a great basketball coach. And uh, anyway, I appreciate that. I I, I hope I Coach Musselman, I hope Coach Musselman can do as good as
4: you did. Oh, he
1: will. We all hope he that. Will. That's right. Okay, Tom. Thanks for calling. <clears throat> You know, Coach, I like the way you put it. You didn't say it in like a low tone of voice when you talked to your team. I, I think I can remember hearing some of your talks to your team. <laughs> they weren't really monosyllic. They, they, uh, they weren't dull by any means. Let's go to Barry and <laughs> El Dorado. Barry, thanks for calling. You're on with Coach Richardson.
4: Hey, Rick, can you hear me?
1: Yes, sir. Go right ahead.
4: Yeah, uh, hey! Uh, I hope all you gentlemen do good this afternoon. I, I was just listening to come talk about kids taking plays off, and I got to thinking about—I don't really watch NBA a bunch, but I used to. And Dennis Rodman was unbelievable. <laughs> he would chase a ball forty feet. To get it. That's how he made his money. Yeah, and I was going to ask Coach what he thought his best player was at doing that. But when you go to that, I'm going to throw something else in there. The NIL. When you start paying these kids, are they hustling at home mm. to do that type of thing?
1: I don't know. I I think I think they still play for the love of the game and I still think they hustle hard. But I guess what he's asking coach you've seen Dennis Rodman play who on who that you coached most was like him and going after absolutely every loose ball. Like 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 Dennis Rodman. He was talking about how Dennis Rodman would go, every do everything, whatever it took to get a rebound or go after a loose ball. Did do you have anybody that you coached that resembled that? I mean, just went after every loose ball.
4: That's right. Derek Hood. Derek Hood. Yeah, I think he
2: led the the Southeast Conference two years in rebounds.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was really good. good. Yeah, yeah
2: he, yeah, he was. Oh man, that guy was. He'd go through a, a cement brick wall for a ball. He didn't. It, his body meant nothing to him. Zero. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think I had so a player that his body meant zero to him. That's very good that way.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he is still the second, after all these years, he's still the second leading career rebounder in Razorback history. That that means there have been a lot of players since then. That's pretty amazing that he still ranks there. Yeah,
4: nobody had a heart
2: like him. You know,
1: he's
2: 6'5, 6'6. Had a heart of a nine footer. <laughs> he was, he was, a I I never said a word. He was, uh,
1: He's a quiet guy. A uh, team guy. Yeah.
2: You know, he, he's funny uh, when you speak about him, he he wasn't great. he he didn't score that well around the basket. Uh, and and then he had the audacity to step out and shoot a, a 20-foot jump shot. <laughs> 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 you can't even make a layup now. What the you know, if you can't tell show me in practice that you can make this shot 50% of the time in practice. <laughs> then you don't need that shot in the game because <laughs> you don't shoot no 50% in practice. <laughs> so uh, he, he said to me, Coach, is, are you trying to tell me in a polite way, are you trying to tell me don't shoot? <laughs> I said, definitely. <laughs> That's, what I was That's what I was trying to tell you. I said, That's where I knew how. <laughs> yeah, Derek was my boy. He, he was he was cold-blooded, hard-nosed player. He definitely. made the fast break faster. Nobody could run the floor as fast at his side than Derrick Hood. he make you he make you look, look the fast break look like you, 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 everybody's standing in mud where you could you could take off. Yeah, the great great quick first step of running of a basketball player. I would ever see.
1: Yeah, now nah, you're making my you you're shaking my credibility as a sports information guy. I thought we listed him at six eight, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't oh, that you know, tall.
2: You guys listed all those guys six eight six nine. I said, well, we only did now? what we were
1: told. <laughs> we only did what we were told. No, <laughs> but I certainly didn't tell you that. Maybe he was six maybe six six, I don't remember, but I sure don't remember six four or five. But anyway the guy could jump. No, I never gym. listened at
2: six four. Yeah,
1: I think he was pretty close to six 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 seven. Okay. All but, right. Uh, We're we'll giving But
2: that. it's just like Carlos
1: Williamson. At one time I saw six nine? <laughs> no, six, we, That wasn't from us. We put him six said, seven. Uh,
2: Carla, you you barely six five and a half <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Coach, thanks for another great hour. Have a Merry Christmas, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week.
2: I appreciate Hi. you guys. Have a, have a great
1: Merry Christmas. All right. Join us tomorrow for Drive Time Sports.
2: Can
0: you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? 103.7 The Buzz. K-A-B-Z, Little Rock.